0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cerulean Roll. I am your DM, and I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts, as usual, if you guys would like to say hi. Uh,
1: he didn't even say a name this time. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) hello. Hello, I'm, I'm Jamzy, and I'm playing Annette Silkenthorn. We're going to get you. Anyways,
2: hey, it's me, Crow. I play Adric and Mako.
0: And let's get right into the recap. On the last session of Cerulean Rule, our heroes waited in an empty field as Eldorus's magic stayed vibrant and potent. As the winds blew through, Adric begged not to move so they could see Eldorus, hoping he would come back. Nunette did her best to comfort him. But before they could continue, the conversation was abruptly ended as a commotion started to brew in the Dead Ends Carnival. As they rushed forward, they were met with an immeasurable crowd. Fleeing faces blurred together, our heroes began to rush towards the epicenter. They were then met with the kind face of Castell, contorted into agony as features of Eldorus begin to apparate on his face. A tragic battle began to take place, seeing our heroes get knocked down over and over again, only to get right back up and right into the fray. As the battle came to an end, they knocked Castell out and carried him over to the Hall of Souls, where he was laid in hopes that he would get better. Our heroes then sat outside of the mirror, taking a little breather, as Nanette and Adric were gearing up to tell the others the news about Aldorus. And as you all sit around the mirror, around this large and towering mirror, that's where we get right
1: into it. Oh boy. uh how do i
2: even explain this wait really quick did they take the the long rest already
0: no you guys just got done with this just got done with this battle
2: oh no because we ended off in taking a rest
0: No, I said you guys were getting ready to take a rest.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. so, you guys have just put him in there, and you are now sitting around still wounded.
2: Okay. Oh, boy.
0: Callius just looks up at you guys and goes, So, uh, if you guys don't mind me asking, why did Castell look really, really, really like Eldoris?
1: Well, um. It kind of. No, it has to do with the reason that Eldoris isn't currently here. Um. Well... there's a lot to it, really. Um, I think maybe... We should
2: start by... Well, the main reason, I suppose. You knew him well. I still don't understand that guy, of course. A
1: delir, right? yes yeah um so in deciding where we should leave jewel where would be the safest place to let her stay we thought that uh delir might be the sap- the safest option Uh, Wait a minute. It's kind of the only
2: option we had, honestly.
1: Wait. Delir isn't
0: the guy that Eldorus, when we're trying to rest, consistently says he hates.
1: Yes. It it, it is. It's, It's him. I... I... I knew him at one point. Um... So Oh wait, how do I explain the shell? Without looking crazy. <laughs> okay. I was able to reach out to him and I asked him to take Jewel for us. But knowing how Eldorus feels about Delir. We decided not to tell him right away. And that's where we are now. We told him, and he did not react well.
0: Well, yeah, that makes right about sense. Well, when we were sitting at the table and I was talking to you guys before, it they, it kind of pieced together as you were explaining
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... That's what it was about. Wait, so you knew the guy
0: that Eldorus hates with all of his heart?
1: Yes, um... We were... Friends in childhood. What?! Yeah, that's crazy. um... crazy. It... I... He wasn't always the way he is now. In a way, it kind of feels like he hasn't changed much, but I don't know. I don't know what happened between him and Eldorus.
0: Well, I I don't understand a lot of the
3: situation, but if you could trust him back then, and... You think he's similar to how he was back when you knew him? I think you guys made a good move. This place isn't
0: one for a child. Uh,
3: It's not even one for me.
1: I'm terrified here. Imagine her. Right, and even considering what it took to get here in the first place... Right. And May, you were there
2: for... the event. If we had had brought her a child, would you imagine what could have happened? It could have been really bad, that's for sure. We couldn't risk that. So, why is he so
0: mad about this choice? I mean, even if you hate a guy, that's a smart
2: choice. See, we don't know the history behind those two. For all we know, we could have betrayed him in such a way where... uh, Something terrible must have happened to him by him, but we... We don't know exactly
1: why. What... Delir is, I believe, the person who killed Eldoris in the first place, oh my and which would mean there was a lot of events previous to that. As we were talking to Eldoris about it, he he said that he would never see her again. And that, after he is able to kill Delir, he will. Eldoris will die. Oh. Well.
0: Then I guess I can slightly understand him being absent. Ah. Uh, that's a that's a lot. That's a that's Yeah. That's quite the toll.
1: I don't want to believe that we'll never see her again. But I I don't know. I can't say anything for certain.
0: From uh, what me and Aldorus would talk about back when we would sail ship in the night. Aldorus really, really cares for you all. He thinks of you as more of family than he's ever had. And I'm guessing that that little girl you're talking about was just the same as you, as you guys.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, we found her only, what was it, a a day after we joined him? Something like that. She's been with us for a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's all making sense. It, for someone like him, that, that was family. That was all he needed. And if she's with someone that he hates for, I'm guessing, a damn good reason. Because no man can transcend death like that with just raw anger. That takes conviction. So that's a damn good reason. Right. And now his family member is in the man, in the hands of a man, that he came back from death for. That's gotta hurt.
1: Yeah, I... I don't blame him for being upset. I think it's perfectly within reason.
0: And... You see as Gao is just like listening to all of this and he's just tilting his head every sentence you guys are speaking. He just looks back and forth with all of you and just tilts his head trying to understand.
2: Lynette, I think maybe you should
1: Explain it to go as well. Oh, um. Oh, I don't have to speak with animals on me right now.
0: He can understand what you guys are saying. You just can't understand what he's gonna say. He's tearing up. Oh. You, you see trickles and beads of water begin to form within his... Bulbous Are you yellow sure I eyes.
1: Can't switch out? Mm-mm. <laughs> oh.
0: And Gao just begins to climb up next to you. He starts to stand on his hind legs as he claws at your legs. Oh. And he just goes, Gal?
3: Gal? Gal?
0: As he lets out a mix of whimpers with his speech.
1: I'm trying to understand. I... One thing that we know for certain is that Eldorus cares about us very much. And... All we can hope for, is that, after some time, he'll come looking for us again.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm sure Eldorus will be back, uh, or he'll meet us along somewhere.
2: I'm it's... sure he will. Yeah. Albeit it's, um, a little
0: disheartening knowing how big this place is and how little we are. I just hope he can find us or we can find him.
1: Well... I'm not entirely sure where his head is at right now, but maybe, maybe he'll still have the same goal as us, so. Well, if there's
0: anything to be sure about, Mako was a person he loves, so much so that he came to Shadowfell. I don't think he's gonna let Mako go. So right. we'll go get him. Yes. You guys don't see a lot of it, but when he's out there steering that ship on these black waters, sometimes I catch him crying. Thinking about what they're doing to Mako. He's not one, one sure of the
2: sure a lot.
0: I assume so. So, I'm sure if we continue on this path, we'll bump into him.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: After all, I can't sit here waiting either. We gotta keep going. Yeah. I I don't know. I I don't mind just sitting around for a little bit. You you know, it's like a...
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we'll keep going. I mean, it's better to be able to leave. Earlier, I
1: suppose. I'm as precious at the moment.
0: That it is.
2: Yes.
0: Let's just make sure everything's alright over here and then continue on. Of course. And you see as Callius begins to stand up from this crouching position, he begins to like look around. Well, I don't know how Mr. Castell will feel about this, but I'm going to start setting up parts of the forest for graves.
2: I think that would be fine. You need help?
0: You can come help if you want, but I understand that maybe we should stay here for just the time being. Or a majority of us
2: should stay here. Yes, of course. Just in case, I'll stay here.
0: the The goblin begins to pipe up. I I don't really know if uh, i it, it'll be too safe for all of us to go. Um, after all, there's a chance he breaks right. out of here.
2: Well, I'll be here to help out again if that's the case.
0: Uh, He looks at you guys, uh, Callius, and he goes, Just leave it to me for now. I'll find some people, and we'll start digging. And, May, you stay here with them, alright? Yeah, yeah, I will. And Callius tips his hat, and begins to walk off, and begins to... You see as he continues way down the pathway before disappearing over the horizon. And... uh, What do you guys do?
1: Um... Well, could we maybe take a rest or something? Maybe even like a short rest if we need to.
0: Um, like, like, okay. So here's what I'll say. You guys can take a short rest, uh, just do two
1: hours. Yes, it just depends on if anything happens while we're trying to take a rest, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
0: So you guys sit around and... Do you do anything during your short rest, or you just, like, sit down, try to take the edge off?
1: I'm just trying to calm down as much as possible, I guess.
0: All right. Then... Just take two of those boxes down. And as these hours begin to pass, and you guys uh, start to feel um, more relaxed, you start to feel your wounds begin to recover. Adric, you start to feel your magic come back slowly. You feel as the crest begins to pulse. And... It's inside of your chest. It's kind of beating like your heart. Um. You guys take a two-hour rest, and then you hear behind you the slow cracking of glass.
1: Oh, God.
2: Oh, goodness.
0: You see immediately the goblin begins to look forwards just staring in anticipation, the tenseness of this entire thing makes a second feel like an hour. As that mirror begins to slowly crack, letting iridescent light through, you survey the area quickly. There's no one around. Just you. The mirror, the alchemist from before, and the goblin. The mirror begins to k- 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 as it opens, letting out a spiraling cotton candy void. The blues and pinks begin to leak out into the world. As a mist begins to apparate on the floor, you see as a foot begins to come out of the mirror with a warble. Then you see slowly emerging is Castel. His face, looking normal. But tears do not cease as they river down his pale white face. And Castell falls to his
1: knees. Castell, can we go hug him? Yeah.
0: As you begin to hug Castell, Running to his side, you feel as the goblin begins to hug him around you guys. And the (laughs) alchemist does just the same. As you all embrace, you just hear in your minds, I have committed an atrocious (laughs) crime.
1: Castel, it's not your fault. you weren't in your right mind it's okay
0: I of all people should have been able to control those emotions I have felt many things from many people I have felt hundreds thousands of emotions at once and i could regulate them at the same time but that those emotion i i i still cannot control In the Hall of Souls, many people came to see me. Many faces, the faces of people I killed. And all I could say was I am so sorry I'm sorry for not being strong enough. And you see as his gloved fingers begin to reach over to the goblin's face, and he begins to pat all of your faces. I... I'm so sorry for harming you. I am more sorry, however, for not trusting you. You, you did not lose faith in me. And you see, as his mouth begins to form on his face, it slowly begins to form. This purple-glossed mouth begins to open to say its first words out loud. Thank you so much for saving me. I'm gonna
1: blow up. You are someone worth saving. And I... I could only catch glimpses. But everyone around us... No one was upset with you. They were worried for you. It's just good that you're okay.
0: Thank you so much. Annette, Adric. Thank you all so much. For not losing hope in me.
2: Thank you, well. You've protected these people for a long time from this place. You do not deserve to die for something that was out of your control.
0: As much As that can be said to me, I do not think I can forgive myself for this discretion. I I must get stronger for each and every one of you.
2: That's a very earnest goal, Castell.
0: You see, as tears flood his face, pittering against your shoulders, as oh. he just cannot control these emotions. These emotions not borne by the people around him but these emotions born from himself. Even though I have caused tragedy like no other, in this aftermath, in this pit of despair, and he pulls back away from you guys and you see as Castel has a smile on his face
2: I am thankful to be alive I'm sure everyone else is as thankful that you are alive as well and
0: You see as Castella begins to slowly stand up. I must go back to work now. I must make sure those bodies are buried. That those loved ones are comforted. I must make sure that everyone bears a smile. On their face. For this isn't a dead end. This is only the beginning.
2: We will do our best to support you, of course.
1: Yes. You are only one person, after all. It's okay to receive help. For sure. Thank you. So
2: much.
0: You hear as the goblin goes, We never lost faith in you, okay? We've always been here. Ready to help. And Castell just goes, Thank you, Corb. I appreciate it. And you see as the dwarven woman wipes tears away from her eyes. It's good to have you back, Casty. It's good to be in control of myself, Vera. We have much work to do. Much repairs. I have to get the magic back into the carnival so people can stay here without worry. The Dead End Carnival will not circle these plains anymore. We are going to traverse the rest of this continent and we will get as much people as we can into the carnival That way we can end their suffering. That is the only way I can atone for what I've done. And we'll be right there with you, Casty. You see as the dwarf woman says, as Vera says. I've never been more honored to serve anyone to work for anyone other than you, Casty. And Castell again smiles. And he begins to move away from the group, putting on his gloves and you see as two giant gloved hands pop out from behind him as he gears himself up to work. Though, dripping from under his sleeve, you see as blood begins to paint the pavement beneath him.
2: Maybe first you should recover, please.
0: I have no need to at the moment. You can trust me. However you lot, please get the best rest you can. By time you're done, we'll be done here too.
1: All right.
0: And as Castell moves towards the carnage, as he moves towards that pile of bodies on the floor. women, children, fathers, and brothers, and sisters alike laying in the rubble, unsuspecting victims. you see as these gloved hands, gently caress them before putting them into their palms. Then you see as Castell himself goes over to the body of a young boy, picking him up gently, tears flooding his eyes violently as he carries them off being to make way for the graves and as you guys are left to rest um may with tears absolutely pouring from his face
2: <laughs> goes we should find some place to get I'll have some rest. Uh,
1: yeah. Then it kind of wraps an arm around him. Yeah, let's go find somewhere.
0: Major sobs silently as oh. he goes,
2: Ow! Oh, I think he broke my ribs. Oh, oh. goodness.
0: And You guys, where are you going to get this rest? Hmm. We
2: can't go to the forest. What places are there?
0: Um, there are more than... There's more forest other than the place that you guys rest. Oh. It kind of wraps around the perimeter of the entire carnival. but I'd say you could also infer that one of the many attraction tents that were being converted into resting areas is now completely empty.
1: Oh, we can go in there then.
2: Yeah.
0: As you guys make your way into this little carnival area, this small, tucked-away place. You see, this tent unfurls itself to you, and as you guys push the cloth to the side and enter, you are greeted to a world of night. This canopy overhead is filled with blankets of stars and a wide, vast, open field. You see that there are tents as far as the eyes can perceive, and an artificial moon gleaming down blue light onto it all. Firefly-like fairies are dancing about the area, playing soft piano notes as they do. And you can find a tent very easily that says vacant, on it. You see there's these magical locks that glow green or red if people are in it or not. You make your way inside, and there is more than enough room for all of you to rest up in here. And may Gently begins to climb out and into one of the sleeping bags that are here <sighs> Time
2: for a sleep already Good night May. Good night guys Good night And guys, do we feel like cuddling down together?
3: Is Adric
0: saying around. that in person?
3: <laughs> yes. Feel free, just try not to lay on the rib.
1: Wait. I won't. I'm pretty weird myself. I think we all are.
0: Yeah. Uh, since May's the biggest person here, uh, at a whopping six foot, you guys <laughs> just kind of tuck in next to him, and he j- you just hear gently from him,
3: Wow, I got my first sleepover before
2: dying. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're not gonna have that on our watch.
0: Please, I don't want to.
1: <laughs> we don't want to either. And okay, let's stay alive.
0: <laughs> as you guys tuck into sleep, roll me a wisdom saving throw.
1: No. Here we go! Oh, it's it's a given after what just happened. Very much so.
2: Wow! Surprising. Oh, oh,
1: good. That was my worst one yet. Minute. I think. Oh.
2: Adric.
0: <laughs> oh no. As good. you fall into a deep slumber, you you feel all this weight that is on you slowly begin to peel off as your wounds begin to heal throughout the night. And you still have reassurance that were those words echoing in your head that Mako told you. The confidence he has in you lets you drift wistfully off into a good night's sleep.
2: Oh. Wait. Uh oh, the rest of
0: you. May closes his eyes, and you guys can't get much from him because I'm not going to narrate his dreams. Nanette, however, as you close your eyes, and everything begins to fall into curtains of black. You see, as you are standing alone on a theater, on a stage, outlooking a crowd of people, it is much like standing front and center in a circus, all of these eyes gleaming at you. Tons of people looking at you with smiles. But something is pulling down at your heart as fright begins to set in. And one by one, you hear as people begin to talk, chatter while you're on stage. You hear they talk about you. You hear they talk about their days between each other. A cacophony of voices. A disastrous symphony begins to play out within your ears. As you stand on the stage. It's almost deafening, violently loud. What do you do, Nanette?
1: Can I, like, run off the stage, or like, back stage, I guess?
0: As you run to the back of the stage, you are met with a thunk of a wall, a glass jar holding you in place. And as you look frantically around, you see that you are in the cone of a bottle. And those voices, that shattering, begins to get louder and louder. Thoughts and emotions. But despite it being overwhelming, you can still manage to cover your ears, to cover those Those thoughts, to get those thoughts out. However, you hear one voice ring out in the middle of the crowd. You betrayed me. I lost two people, and one of them was because my family decided to turn their backs and talk. Without me, they couldn't trust me enough to talk. And as the familiar voice of Eldorus begins to ring through this bottle, you see as glass begins to crack, this voice is so overpowering, so loud, so monstrous, that for a brief moment, in your heart of hearts, All you can feel is sympathetic rage as anger dwells and breaks through into your heart. Undertones of sadness lines the bottle as a blue liquid fills within it, gumming up to your neck. The top half, this echoing reverberation of rage and perpetuated sadness and betrayal. And for a brief moment, all you can think of, all you can feel is a deep-rooted, monstrous sympathy. As you realize, you were once put in a position you didn't want to be in before. As you were once thrust into a place you don't want to be in. Images, flashes of those grueling hours of training, trying to be perfect, but ultimately not living up to those cold, steely eyes placed upon you. You see your father standing outside of the glass, looking down at you disapprovingly. You see as the stage light blinks on, silhouetting him in darkness. Before it turns off again, letting you see as his figure shifts into the eyes of Galeo, Then once again shifting into Eldorus. Then lastly, shifting in to the face of Jewel as you are now on the flipped side, reversed as she is submersed in this blue water. Joel. As she floats there unconsciously in this glass Is there anything that is dawning upon you, Nanette?
1: Um... Um...
0: As you feel helpless, hopeless, in a situation out of your control, You just see, as the perspective shifts, you are once again in the jar. You're staring at two more. One with Eldorus, crying, enraged, screaming. And the other, Jewel, silently sobbing.
1: I caused this?
0: As those words ring out in your skull, so loud, but you do not want them to be that loud, you awaken in the dead of the night. As you awaken, you turn back to see both May and Adric sleeping peacefully. And you see, as Gao is pacing hopelessly in circles. Gal, in the middle of this circle, turns to face you. Gal?
1: Do you want to lay down over here?
0: He sits down and stares straight forward outside of the tent. And he just goes, Gal.
1: I'm sure you're probably worried about Eldorce. And... I am too. But... He is... Very strong. And... Very stubborn. I... Don't think he'll let anything get in his way. We can just... We can just hope that... He comes back, and he's safe.
0: Gao lowers his head as he looks outside of the tent. And you see as his ears flatten to the side. And as he walks over to you, tears bellowing in his eyes, bubbling up looking like gems within his eye. He lays on top of you. There we go. And, Nanette, you can take the long rest, as well as the rest of you. And... As you guys wake up from your eight-hour rest, what do you guys do?
1: Well, um... Oh, Gow's probably still on top of me, right?
0: Gao is laying oh. on top of you. He is curled up, and you see as his tail is wagging.
2: Oh, I don't want to move. <laughs> That's so real.
0: May is May wakes up. He sits upright in the middle of this bed, and he just goes, "Oh my god." I needed that, and I was only awake for, like, an hour earlier. Yeah. If I'm right, it should still be a daylight out there.
2: Is it? Like, we can't really tell here, can we? Uh.
0: He walks over to the door of the tent. And immediately as he does, Gao, like, stands up right. He's, like, stiff as a board and he just goes, Gao!
1: Oh. What? That <laughs> is just laying under him, like, um.
0: You feel as his claws slightly dig you as he stands up abruptly. Gao!
1: Oh. Gao, oh. I'm still here, Gao!
0: <laughs> he stretches, and, like, you know that way that dogs stretch at you and then they, like, wiggle their paws and scratch at you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He does that to you before.
1: Oh, okay, you're so cute. Okay,
0: and then he goes yeah, oh, and he licks your face before it's plodding awful. off to see May.
2: <laughs> Just a little guy.
0: And as May peeks out of the tent, he goes,
1: "Nope, still, still night in here." I, th- I think it's always nighttime in here.
0: I really wonder how he does that.
1: That's a really good question. I don't know. We should probably go outside if we really want to see. Uh, Yeah, definitely.
0: As you guys uh, begin to walk out of this tent and out of this much larger tent, you are immediately blitzed by the unendingly bright red sun glaring down at you guys before it normalizes back to that red undertoned sun in the distance and then you guys are you guys get a interesting sight you what? see as callius is juggling pins bowling pins what and he uh. is surrounded by children.
1: Aww. Oh. When did he learn to juggle? That's, that's what I'm thinking.
0: And you hear as these children are laughing and playing, as Callius is entertaining them with his several different tricks, as he throws one between his legs, catching it on the top of his head before pulling it back down into the juggle.
2: That's
0: sweet and the second he sees you guys he drops the pins he he goes well i'm done and he walks away
1: then they starts clapping <laughs> but it was so good
0: do not clap at that.
1: it was so good though
2: exactly
0: well i can't really deny a compliment from a woman is a...
1: <laughs>
0: however that's embarrassing do not talk about the juggling
1: can we at least know where you learned it?
0: He looks at you guys and he goes, "No." What? All right, fine. Maybe a bit later, if you guys remember it.
1: I'll make sure to.
0: <laughs> he he's like know. eye twitches, and then he goes, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> He, he just, like, puts his hand on his holster and the other in his pocket. And he, like, he does an awkward walk over to the center of the carnival before sitting on a bench.
1: I wish sure he did not know where he was walking to.
0: And you see as the flock of children immediately go back to him.
1: Can you do it
3: again?
0: <laughs> no, I can't. Why? (laughs) I mean, I just can't, okay? Leave me alone. Please. (laughs) All right, tell me this. Is any of your mom's hot?
2: Oh, my.
0: And all the kids stand there baffled? (laughs) That's the only way I'm going to do tricks in front of you all. He, he's not addressing add the, the kids. <laughs> no, he's looking at you guys saying that.
1: <sighs> alright, I guess we can go somewhere else.
0: You guys like turn away for a second and he goes alright, I guess I could do a couple more tricks. And the kids just go,
1: yay! <laughs>
0: <laughs> this time we, we go. With guns.
1: But- what? And then that turns back.
0: You see middle of pulling out his pistol. No. <laughs> and uh what are you guys doing as uh <laughs> Callius is yeah. going to go juggle guns and hand axes?
2: What?
1: I'm not gonna lie, that's the coolest thing I've ever can see. Um We should go see how Castel's going.
2: Oh, yeah. Let's go. Where
0: are you guys going? Like, are... Yeah, where are you guys going?
1: Um, We could go check the forest. I mean, do we see him in the center? Definitely not. Okay, then I'll say we should go check the forest area.
0: You guys walk down the carnival and you see... As the dwarven alchemist is brewing uh, potions in the center on a small little booth. You see as she throws a little vial into the air, it lands straight into a pot in front of her. And you see as the pot bubbles and turns different colors, going from a vibrant green down to a solid red before shifting into a small pink. And you see as it puffs Into a giant smoke of cotton candy. And she begins to hand out sticks of cotton candy to the nearby children and adults. And she goes, now remember, keep that smile up. And you guys continue further down. You see as... The uh, goblin from before is also performing tricks for the kids. You see as he is standing on like a uh, small, like apple box, you know, those boxes that apples come in. He Mm. is standing on the top of that. So he is taller than the kids and (laughs) he is just uh, performing magic tricks. You see as he taps his hat and you see as a bunny with wings pops out of it. And he taps it again to push the bunny further down. And out comes a flock of doves. And the kids, like, erupt in cheers. And as you guys continue further down into the forest, you find your way back to where you guys set up camp that one time. And as you guys get to that clearing... You see as Castel is taking a knee at these graves. And you see as family members, who you, well, what you could presume to be family members, are sitting at the grave. As all of them are paying their respects. As they are paying their respects, what do you guys do?
1: I don't really want to interrupt anything.
2: (laughs) Me neither.
0: Yeah, you guys just onlook within the clearing of this forest. Just a ton of graves. Gravestones marked with names. You see that some of them don't even have names on the stone. Just rest in peace. You see some of them just have the symbol of the ocean goddess. You see some of them have symbols of moors. You see some of them read... May you rest in Moore's name. May he take care of you in death. And you see as Castell stands up, turns to face you guys, and he walks towards you guys while trying to usher you guys away from the gravesite.
1: Yeah, all right.
0: And as you guys break into another segment of the forest, you're not leaving it fully. Castel goes, I'm glad you all rested. How are you feeling?
1: I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I I'm glad to see that Things are picking up a little bit.
0: Yes, things are doing great. The attendants of the carnival are trying their best to keep the joy levels up. I, meanwhile, have been trying to find names for the people that lost their lives here.
1: I see.
0: I only pray that Moors and Trelas watch over their hearts in their realms. I hope they're resting well. And I hope they forgive me And you see as he says that, he just suddenly falls to a knee. As he goes...
2: (laughs) Uh, Castel? Castel. Uh,
0: I'm sorry. Pardon me. And he stands back up. I'm okay.
1: Are are you sure...
2: think so
1: i can still
0: feel eldorus's rage i can still feel his sadness oh it's unceasing but at least from this distance i can manage it
1: I had no idea that would all lead to this.
0: Please, it is not your fault. It is no one's fault, not even his. No one can control what emotions they have. People can be sad amidst joy. People can be joyous amidst the despair. People can find ways to be happy or sad in any situation. Anxiety can persist throughout joy. And things go on. That is no one's fault.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: Eldoras could not, he could not control his emotions, but I can tell, despite these layers of anger and sadness, these visions of red mixed with swirling light blues, the undertones of love, they persist. He's trying to find something to call his. He's trying to find an earnest attempt at a family. This is no one's fault. Even I cannot help but feel at fault. But even then, all of these faces around me, even people who I have directly hurt, look at me and say it's not my fault. And if I'm not to blame, then neither are the both of you. And he holds your shoulders... And rubs them. Yeah. When? Oh, go on.
1: Oh. I just... I hope you're going to be okay.
0: Though I will... Only see in hues of blues and seas of lavender for a long while. I will keep trying to bring smiles and joy to everyone. And I will continue to try and provide sanctuary. To all those who seek the comfort of the carnival.
1: I imagine that also brings you much joy.
0: He lets out a small chuckle. (laughs) Hey, you're right being one that people can smile at like can people that people can smile for is all i can ask for it's the most joyous thing in the world the smiles we share with each other are the greatest treasure amongst all the seas And what glints in that treasure is an abundance of love. When you see Eldorus, no matter what the circumstances, tell him. Tell him that you love him. Because I can feel it. Radiating from your hearts is the One of the strongest and most powerful radiations of love I have ever felt.
1: I'll make sure to do that.
0: Very good. You both should.
2: Absolutely will. I don't know if I'm on the... Uh, in the family yet? I I would hope he considers me family. I'm pretty sure you're in the family. You're you're very close to us. Well, thank you. Thank you so much.
1: We had a sleepover. Of course you're part of the family.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the matching pajamas. Yeah, we gotta do that when we get out of here with Mako.
0: And as you guys um... Finish conversating with Castel. Is there anything else you guys would like to do?
1: Can we go check
2: on Kayla again? <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <laughs> you guys walk back through the forest where you came. You walk along the busy street. You see that there is a small little gnome on stilts that are way Ooh. too high for oh. him. You see that he is like towering twelve feet. And 12 of those feet are stilts. Or 11 of those feet are stilts. Oh, and wow. he like what walks over he... you guys.
1: Oh, that's so cool. How did he get He's on those?
2: He's so tall.
0: He turns so around tall. with help.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: He gives you a thumbs up before he walks away. <laughs> the, the stilts are like bending mechanically. <laughs>
2: I wish I was that tall. I it, it would be kind of hard to... May, why are you so tall? C- well, because...
0: Genetics? I am
2: a oh. half-elf. Oh. Huh. I wish yeah, I was half-elf. I, I would be tall.
3: <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, I, I... How would a half-elf ever cock... Yeah,
0: I'm not gonna think about it.
2: I don't know. I just think it'd be cool. (laughs) (laughs) Boomin. Boomin.
0: (laughs) Boomin. Well, um, I my mother was quite tall, and my father he was about uh, I'd say about your height. He's five something.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah. It's been a very long time since I've seen him, so I don't know if he grew. I mean, he's an adult. He shouldn't grow.
2: You don't don't grow beyond adulthood? Am I going to stay short forever?
0: He looks at you and he goes, um... He's going to make a nature check. Oh my god, that's a natural 20.
2: Oh Oh my my god. Well, I have bad
0: news. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No! But don't worry! We can make you taller! Really? I heard about this thing, where you smash someone's knees in, and you break them! And then they... they re... form... slightly taller!
2: Okay, you you know what? And Um, it's just shaking her head. (laughs) As as cool as being tall is, is, this is not
1: my body. I, I was thinking, like, maybe... Trust me, if this was my body, I would have done it without hesitation. Or, like, I don't know, maybe some... Actually, can Arakakis wear shoes? I mean, if, if they can... Somehow... God, I can just imagined
0: bird converse, and I, I can't <laughs> get that image out of my head. Bird converse. They're just like Converse that split off into three segments. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: been uh,
0: terrible. That is a really bad image. Uh, uh, May goes well. There are magical artifacts that could increase your height.
2: I'm gonna find one. Well, they, they we might find them in
3: maybe magic shops if we head oh. to a town. Oh,
2: yeah, true.
0: <laughs> and I'd say while you guys are talking, you see as you reach over to Cal, the destination where Callius is, and you see as the crowd has grown a little bit bigger, all these children are flocking around him. And you see as he is juggling, just flaming hand axes. Oh, my. Oh
1: my
2: god.
0: And he looks at you guys and he goes, God damn it.
2: That was the <sighs> coolest thing ever. Keep doing it.
0: He continues juggling them because he can't really let these ones go. And <laughs> he goes, you don't talk about this. Alright? We
2: won't. I will think about it all though. Time.
0: And, you see as one of the kids throws like a ball at him, and he just mixes it into the routine. Wow! <laughs> we it's don't impressive. talk about it. Don't, it's not, it's not impressive. It's embarrassing.
1: It's, it's not, not embarrassing. embarrassing.
2: That is the coolest thing ever! And you gotta admit, is it,
0: knowing a juggle, oh, what am I, some kind of clown?
1: That doesn't mean- Is there something wrong with being a clown?
0: You see a clown walks by and honks his nose angrily.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. See,
0: the the clown is like this dragonborn clown. You see that they oh the, instead of comically big oh. shoes, they have like red balls on each of their claws on their feet. That's and
2: awesome. Oh you see God. as he's wearing
0: this traditional clown garb and clown makeup, and he just honks his nose and just like stomps his feet, and you hear just this unison of five honks. <laughs> I didn't mean to offend you, but like, I'm, I'm just not like you. I can't pull off that look. And the clown just waggles his finger.
1: I Come sure on. I'm you could if you tried.
0: Don't say that.
1: What?
0: I got this cool thing going on where I'm just, I'm like, oh my
2: God. <laughs> I'm... <laughs>
0: I'm a- I'm a cowboy! I got that- I got that Western energy, You do have
1: I got hobbies. That. You can be he a looks, cowboy clown!
0: He grabs all of the axes, like, stopping the juggling, and he goes, Cowboy clowns would not be cool! Don't say that!
1: What? How do you know that? No one's ever seen a cowboy clown before. That would be so cool. Yeah. Oh my
0: goodness. You guys are not convincing me to put on clown makeup.
1: Listen, I'm not- I'm not saying you have to, I'm just saying... You know... just... uh... You could if- yes, You don't have to be- Uh, you don't have to have this persona all the time, okay?
0: Yes, I do! How uh, Okay, wait. Simple <sighs> answer. No, I ain't doing it.
1: It's okay, Callius, you can juggle in front of us. It's no big deal. <laughs>
0: It's a big deal to me.
1: No, it's not. You were juggling flaming axes.
0: Yeah, I gotta admit that's pretty cool. I
3: couldn't that was do the that
2: sickest thing I've ever seen.
0: Well, i appreciate the f- I- yeah, okay, thanks. Just take the compliment, take the compliment, take the compliment. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. However hmm it's nothing. This is nothing. Here you go, kid. He hands the, one of the kids a flaming yeah. axe.
2: What? Calius!
1: Careful.
0: fun. Have fun, little guy. Yee! He hands two more of the flaming axes away.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> Alright. No more juggling business. Are, are we done here? Are we going? Where? away from here, or do you guys want to stay at the carnival?
2: I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't I don't know what to do without a parental figure around. Well, Eldorus is
0: your daddy, so I ain't stepping into that role.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. Maybe we should get Moving. Um... Where? Do, um... <laughs>
0: uh, do you guys wanna try the... Uh... the... the that? And he points towards the Hall of Souls.
1: Oh! Oh, right, the Hall oh. of Souls. Oh! Uh, oh! Dead! And he
0: runs.
2: Oh! <laughs> oh! Well, oh, he's uh, going for his turn first.
0: Callius runs straight forward into the Hall of Souls, um, and, uh, he goes in. Um, So, what are you guys doing?
1: Who are you going to talk to, Adric? Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I, I can
2: already talk to Mako, because this is his body, if I try hard enough, but... Otherwise, uh, I, I don't know if I, I want to talk to Odoris, but
1: I think that's too early. I think it might be too soon. Yeah. I don't know how eager he'll be to talk. There's, well, mm-hmm. there's Kishi, or and yeah well I'm guessing this would probably be our only chance to talk to Kishi again yeah
2: maybe you one of us could talk to jewel and one of us could talk to Kishi and we tell each other yeah. yeah
0: hear a familiar footstep behind you. I oh. hear that you are struggling with a choice.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Well, I do not normally let people into the Hall of Souls more than once. Not only can it be dangerous, but it can also be addicting to some extent. (sighs) However, it is the best I can do for the people that saved me. You both can enter twice, together, if that's what you want.
1: Oh, I... That would be very good. I really appreciate that, Castell.
0: It will only use slightly more magic. But that magic is not wasted on people who saved me.
1: Thank you, really. Yeah, thank you.
0: It is no problem. And, um, I'm not gonna narrate, uh, uh, I'm not gonna narrate Callius' time talking with his father. But after, like, a solid 30 minutes, you see as Callius walks outward, you see that dried tears run along his face, and he just... (sighs) Instead of like going to you guys or anything, you see as he tips his hat over his eyes so you guys can't see his tears, and he continues over to sit on a bench, where he just slumps over, looking at the sky.
1: Well, do you... Should we go next? Yeah. Alright, Nanette holds out her hand for Adric to take it. And Adric takes her hand.
0: As you take each other's hand and hold them tightly, Castell follows you guys towards the mirror, and you see as the glass begins to crack and splint before fully opening. And as it opens, revealing the swirling, incandescent mist, you guys see that white void that stretches all along. You see memories of the past, formed and taking shape in this mist as they run along. And as you march through this cloud-filled atmosphere, You are met with an island. You see three white chairs, two of them facing towards one of them, and a marble column forming a table.
1: Do we just sit down?
0: Castell goes, just take your seat. And both of you, think of the person you want to talk to.
2: Um... Who do we think of first?
1: Um... How about Kishi? Yeah,
2: that sounds like a good idea.
1: As you,
0: as you both sit down in the seats next to each other, the white cushions catch you like clouds. And as you both hold hands and think about Kishi with all of your might, you see as a silhouette begins to appear within the mist. A cloud-like figure begins to walk towards the table. And the closer it gets, the tiny frame begins to take more details on. You see, slowly, what was just once the remnants of a halfling begin to piece together into a more cohesive and memorable shape. Sitting down in front of you guys, you see the halfling sporting a summer Hawaiian shirt. We see iconic cloud star glasses begin to peel out of the cloud as they shine. And he goes, What's up, fuckers? <laughs> K- Kishi! Kishi! Hey, kids! How's it hanging?
1: It's, um. It's a hanging. little rough out here. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. I was hoping you guys would do better than, uh, me. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, goodness. We're, um... Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Anyway, we're getting by as best as we can. Things well, are a good. little tense at the moment.
0: Oh, what's happening? Where's old that bastard not want to come see me?
1: I wish she was here. What about that little shrimp? Uh, Both of them are not here at the moment.
0: Oh, right, I forgot you sent that kid off somewhere. I forgot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that kind of caused some problems with Eldor's so he's kind of off doing his own thing right now why the fuck would he yeah. have a
0: problem with her being safe
1: because the man we left her with is kind of his worst enemy so yeah oh my
0: fucking god
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ yes.
0: why why on earth would you send her to the guy he he literally he oh god my heart's getting racing oh my god (laughs) i am not about to have a heart attack when i'm already dead you hear me
2: how do you how do you do that
0: i don't know all right (laughs)
2: let's
0: how are you kids besides all the drama
1: taking care of each other yeah stronger a little bit
0: oh well that's good
1: um he reaches
0: over and grabs your arm i don't see much muscle here adric hand it over (laughs) what hand over your arm
2: what what do you what do you mean hand over my arm put it on the table uh, okay
0: he grabs like your uh, muscles, and he goes, "God damn, boy, you're paper thin."
2: <laughs> I I don't use my I don't use my uh, my strength at all. Yeah, you're mentally, uh, yeah, you our You
0: use that Eldorus blast or whatever. Yes, Eldorus
1: <laughs> blast. Yeah. Oh, I miss you, Kishi Well, Definitely. I miss you
0: guys too. It's good that you guys came to see me. What the fuck is this place?
1: Uh, it's a... It's an attraction at a carnival where we can talk to basically anyone.
0: You're at a carnival in Shadowfield.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Believe it or not, a walking carnival.
0: What the fuck? You sure you guys aren't tripping balls? Am I
1: tripping balls? No, we are not. (laughs) No. Um, how are- how are you doing?
0: Well, much better than you, apparently.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I guess, yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: Well, okay, let me stop the sarcasm. He begins to sit back a little bit, and he takes off the glasses, Well, you see, after I got sent to the realm I am in now, by that bitch vampire, (laughs) I got reunited with my wife and my kids.
1: Really? Oh.
0: And, you know, that's all I could really ask for. I. That's... Nice. that obsession I had with the fucking uh, casino, it was all just to, you know, find something, get my blood pumping, not be chained down to that fucking place. Right. And yeah, it sucked being there. It sucked being surrounded by all my wife's shit. But when you guys came along and I saw my out, you guys let me get that out. And I can never thank you enough for that. I really appreciate you two rascals and fucking Eldoris and Jewel <sighs>
2: hmm.
0: and that yeah. fucking freak cat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Go stay with us. Yeah.
0: Good. Don't ever tell him this, but I thought he was cute. A little bit. He
1: is. I... I'm... Sorry that had to happen so soon. Hey, hey, hey.
0: Don't apologize. I got where I wanted to go anyway. I got to be with my wife. Sure, it hurt like a bitch. Yeah. But I'm surrounded by my kids, my wife, and traveling the sea with you guys, even though it was a short time. Made me fucking happy. Made me feel real fucking happy.
1: I'm really glad to hear that.
0: Yeah, there were a lot of close calls. Fucking fish demon and shit.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was
0: scary. Regardless of how scary it was, it reminded me of who I used to be. How I used to be.
2: You used to be a scary demon fish?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up.
2: I don't think that's what he meant.
0: (laughs) I didn't used to be no scary demon fish, I used to be a fucking adventurer just like you.
2: (laughs) You said it right after that, so Mm. I thought that's what you meant. I was a little confused. Oh my goodness. (laughs) <laughs> How the hell would I be a scary demon fish?
0: <laughs> no. You think I'm a scary fish boy? <laughs> no. I'll show you the kissing one too right here right here.
1: No. You you were Wait, you I, I admit us. you were Oh, you never showed us, right?
0: Uh, even though you summoned me back in this old crusty body, I guess I can give you a good look. He stands up on the table and he goes, "Hoo hoo," and he does like two quick punches. How many punches was that? Two. Wrong. Five it was eight. four. What? Yeah, I used to be capable of moving faster than you, youngins.
2: Huh. Oh, awesome.
0: Yeah, but now, well, in in the last leg of my life, I, I became a crusty old guy. But it's no big deal. <sighs>
1: You I mean, were fine. the most. Well, you still are the most interesting old guy I've ever known. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I fucking better be.
1: <laughs> I don't think anything can beat that.
0: Good. Definitely not. Better.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, um. He sits back down in the chair. Really? I thank you guys a lot for making the last years of my life or the last month of my life the most memorable thing I've had in a long time.
1: I'm glad and I'm glad we get to talk to you again even if it's just this once.
0: I'm not gonna lie I really miss it uh, talking with you guys. And. Yeah, it. It sucked. Dying and all. But. I had faith in you guys. You guys were going to pull through. And even though I don't really f- fucking care about the casino. You guys should still go there.
2: Go win some slots
0: for old man Kishi.
2: (laughs) Of course. Like any of us have ever gone there, so... That's gonna be interesting.
0: And even though Eldorus is being a real bitch right now, not (laughs) coming to see me... Go ahead and tell him. Thanks. And... Even though I died, it was no one's fault. I could've fucking... I should have did the one in old Kishi too, too. But I... <laughs> I wasn't fast enough. And that's not anyone's fault. Old bones. Not good for a fight in a fucking vampire bitch face.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he'll appreciate hearing that. Good.
0: Good. Is there anything else you guys would like to talk about?
1: I... (laughs) I wish we could have, uh, had a bonding moment like we were meant to.
0: Oh, it's whatever. It... Sponding moment, sponding moment. We're having it now. <laughs> Even though we were gonna have it earlier, uh yeah, it feels good to have it now. Now that I've kind of mellowed out in my not old age.
1: Yeah, that's that's true.
0: He looks over his shoulder, and you see the apparitions of people that you see people looking over at Kishi people with smiling faces and he goes that's my family right there I told them all about you about you all oh of course my kids love you guys they think you're so cool
1: (laughs) that's so sweet
2: can you tell them we said I?
0: Yeah, I will. I think, uh, our time here is up for now.
2: So I'll tell them hi.
1: Yeah. Alright.
2: He gets back up on the Thanks for being the most awesome old man we know. <laughs> yeah.
0: And thank you kiddos for really reigniting my adventurer spirit. And he gives you guys a hug. A very tangible, no. real <laughs> and warm hug. Be good out there. Go get him tiger. And when you see Mako Adric, tell that kid I called him a nerd. And I love him. <laughs>
2: something
0: i always tell him i'll be sure to all right i'll see you guys when i see you guys don't try to reach me too soon (laughs) (laughs) All all right and kishi hops off the table begins walking through the mist and you hear him go daddy's back and i have a bunch of stuff to tell you i met your heroes again and, as he says that, and hugs this pile of mist, he begins to de disappearing into the mist.
1: Nanette, just like, she just leans her head on Adric's shoulder. That was... that was nice. That was
2: a nice reassurance. Yeah.
1: What a funny old man. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Even if he is more mellowed down, he doesn't run out of jokes. Definitely not. But it did make us feel good, always. Yeah. Not sure how our next conversation is gonna go, though. Surely. I'm assuming we do the same thing again?
0: Yep. Who do you guys want to talk to? Jewel. Jewel? Jewel. As you guys clasp your hand and begin to think with all your might of Jewel, you see, forming in the smoke, a small, cobalt figure. You see its tail wisps violently, knocking away the clouds from its side. And... you see as the figure catches you guys and begins to walk forward towards you. And... as it sits down onto the chair, you see Jewel. And she looks at you guys and she goes she just looks at you guys.
2: Jewel. Is Patrick? Yes. This is Linette? me uh-huh. and Nanette. Am I
3: dreaming?
1: <laughs> no. No. They seem uh, like it. This is I, real.
3: I just had a dream about you guys. Really?
2: Wait, how did I get here?
0: She well, looks around.
2: A special little bizarre place we came
1: across. Yeah, I mean, we can talk to pretty much anyone at will, and... I was now, just is on the a... battlefield, though. You what? were on the... what? You... I was... F- fighting. You were... you were on a battlefield? Of course I was. Okay, alright. Um, I guess before we get to that, um, how have you been doing lately? I. I know you were pretty upset with us, which you have good reason to be, I'll admit. Yeah. I. I realized that I ended up making a big decision for you, and that wasn't right of me. Even if I did think it would be good for you. So for that, I'm really sorry. I understand what it's like to be put in a position like that.
0: She looks at you, and you see her soft eyes begin to kind of get sharper.
3: I... I didn't appreciate what you guys did one bit. I'm not doing good at all. I'm not doing alright. I felt so hurt and betrayed so untrusted but it's alright it's fine I understand you guys couldn't trust in my strength, my ability to keep myself standing fine, whatever (sighs) Jule, that's (laughs) that's what it was don't try to tell me anything else I've been thinking about it for so long. I fought so hard, trying to let you guys get me to stay. But you just, packed me on a ship and sent me away. Maybe if I was there, Kishi wouldn't have died. (sighs) Maybe if I was there... Kishi could have lived. Jewel. You let Kishi go just fine. You let him walk into that place. But me? You couldn't trust me? (sighs)
1: It's... It's not that we don't trust you, Joel. It's just... I... I don't want to put you in a position of stripping your youth away. That's not the choice for you.
3: Stripping my youth away? You think I've had youth? You think I've ever had youth? The most youth I've had is on that ship right next to both of you. Right next to Eldor's. Right next to Kishi. And Mago. But now I'm back here. I'm back in a cold place. Where no one treats me warm. Like you guys did. Place where people don't treat me like I'm normal. I guess you guys stopped doing that too, but they started treating me like a kid. Just a nuisance, just a problem in the way. And I get it. I'm young. I'm a, a, a
2: pro- problem.
3: No, but you're, you're not.
1: not a problem. You then
3: why'd not. you send me away?
2: It because wasn't we... because you were a problem. It was because we wanted you to be safe.
3: Then I should be able to have my input on the state.
2: We are sorry we did not consider this. If we had... more time, if we were... If we were more... smart about this.
3: I've come to a conclusion. No matter how long you guys would have thought about it, I would have been right back here, if not with Delir, I'd be with another person, while all my friends are going to risk their lives for my other friend, and I have no say. here, at least on this cold, cold ship. I prove myself.
0: She puts her hand down on the table.
3: I prove myself capable enough to join a cause I believe in. I don't know why Eldoras hates Delir so much. I don't think this man should be hated. That's why I've joined him. That's why I'm assisting him, whether he likes it or not. I love you guys. I really do. I just... I just wish you would have... let me say what I had to say. I wish Eldora didn't just put me to sleep. I wish I could have just had a word and it be listened instead of pitied. I know I'm just a kid. But even so, I'm old enough to think for myself. Even if my decisions And your eyes might not be the right one. I should have still had a choice. You said you knew what it was like, Nanette. To be forced to do something you don't want to do. I was forced, and now I'm not.
0: Jewel lets out those reverberating words that bounce off of the endless abyss. She sees your speechless faces and she looks away with tears flooding down her face, with her arms trembling. And she gets up from the chair, pushes it to the side, and begins to walk...
2: You have grown a lot, haven't you?
3: I had to. I had to grow. Or else I would just have been sitting there crying. And crying.
2: Crying I hope to one mother. day. I hope one day. Even if it takes a while. Even if you hate us, I hope one day we can see you again.
3: I would never hate you. I would never hate either of you. I would never hate you either. I just... I just feel so hurt and betrayed. And I'm sorry that I made you cry. I'm sorry
1: for being so mean. It's all right. Don't apologize. You were being honest. I appreciate that. All I can be is honest. Because
3: if I'm anything but honest, I'd just be lying to you.
0: And she walks further into the mist, disappearing
2: into smoke. And that's where we will end today's session.